Alright guys, welcome back to this first episode of Completely Pointless, but the second right. episode of just some random ass uh, podcast. Uh, my name is Jeremy, and I have two very average men with me. What are y'all's names? Average? That's a weird name. I'll show you average. <laughs> I'm Nicholas. I'm Brandon. Like I was saying, this is now the first podcast of Completely Pointless, right? Did the, I say that right? Officially the first episode of Completely Pointless podcast. Oh, this is the first episode? So no, the thing not we at did all. last <laughs> oh. I was saying last time it didn't have a name, if we're technically speaking. So... Oh, true. Yeah, we've actually decided it... on a name. So this is... Yeah, yeah so this time it's, you. it's actually pointless. La yeah. Last week it was arguably pointless as a podcast yes this week it's completely point kit yeah, pointless we, uh, podcast actually agreed that it's pointless now yeah <laughs> well uh P -P. to bring it back to what we were we really were trying not to argue about earlier um just because i want to hear y'all's intake on it is amazon a good or terrible company well it was it was right because we were talking before the podcast we were talking about uh that that new mmo uh new world, new world? yep right yeah. and you said you tr you got it right yeah. jeremy yeah i got it yeah and you yeah, played it once you be played of it and uh i think like 15 hours or so 15 20 hours i played, played, played uh, that's a, a decent portion of it yeah i mean not for How'd an mmo about but it? i i liked it but i always i always have the same like opinions about you know just mmos in general is i always really want to like mmos and i always really want to be able to play them but then i just get bored of the monotony and like the grind of it and that one it's not really not much different i mean you just go out and chop trees for 20 hours so that your tree chopping skill gets up to 100 percent, and then you go and make <laughs> some furniture so it's a pretty stereotypical mmo yeah it really doesn't do anything yeah. different honestly well, so when I played it, the best explanation I can have for that game is Fancy RuneScape. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. It, that it that really makes sense. Because yeah. you do, so like, there are iron ore places, and you go and mine iron for two hours, and then there are just normal-ass things, and it's, eh, I don't know. It's a... But we can we can all agree, right, that it's not, it's not a bad game. I haven't played it, but just going off of what you guys say, I, I don't assume it's bad. Yeah, no, no it's, it's not, not a bad game. bad. So that's kind of my thing with Amazon, right? Like, like, fucking the delivery service and the game are not bad. I think uh, the game is good, and probably the delivery service is one of the best that we have now. But, I mean, everything is Amazon now, right? Yeah. So I have trouble... That's why I haven't played New World, is because I have trouble supporting some something that is just that huge. Like, Amazon is huge. I mean, yeah, and, uh, but I mean, the only, the more support they get, the bigger they're gonna get. So it, it it comes down to like, yeah, they may make a good product, but do they make the best, and is it worth it? Kind of deal, like uh, to allow a company to just have that much power. Yeah. Well, let me. That is a good argument. Let me phrase it to you this way, though: they're huge, but they also employ and pay thousands, if not millions, of people. You know, right? Pretty good totally amount of that. money. 
I I still do use Amazon Prime. Like my mom has a Prime account that I use, so you know, just so I, we can avoid having two separate accounts and paying that extra yeah. Prime money. But I still do use Amazon. Like I still will buy things from Amazon. So I mean, in a way, I'm kind of a hypocrite. But it's <clears throat> I don't I don't try to often, right? I really only do it whenever it's for something like small or I need it very quickly. Because they do provide a good service, but you know, it it, it it's kind of like Microsoft. Uh, you know, it starts to turn into something that's bigger than the than yeah, what it uh, like needs to be, in my opinion. And I understand they employ a lot of people, but it just I'm not but saying boycott Amazon. Have... I'm totally not saying that, no. but it's like don't just buy everything that that they come out with. You yeah, know? but it's also you've got to look at. I don't know if y'all have seen any of the articles lately about how they treat their staff at Amazon, like at the yeah, warehouse. Like some of the well, apparently the like IT side of it is really nice. Like working in their IT, yeah, all their uh, like jobs. as a, like their data center technicians get, you know, they they have apparently it's really good there uh, from what I've been told. So I, I I believe the main issue is the warehouse, which is kind of their entry level. Anybody can do that job kind of thing. So it's yeah, I mean, excuse me. Well, but I I know quite a few people that drive like are delivery drivers for them. Yeah, I have a and buddy they, who does that too. They make pretty good money for you know just being delivery drivers, and they usually, you know, uh, excluding around Christmas time and Cyber Monday and all that, they'll go out on their, you know, their one delivery track, deliver whatever packages they have, and then they're done. But they get to clock the full eight hours, so they if they just hurry through and finish their package, they can get home at like one o'clock and still get their full day's pay. But then also, you know, once it does get into holiday season, they're there till like midnight and absolutely hate their lives. So, Right. You know, I mean, like, cause I, yeah, like you said, you, you know, you know, people who do the delivery driving, I have a buddy up here who does it and he says it pays really good and it's not very hard work. Yeah. So. He's just walking around. I, I always like, I kind of agree with you that I don't like giant monopolies, you know, that they mm-hmm. own everything and they like Disney. Disney is the epitome, epitome, epitome of Satan. <laughs> All right. It's like Disney. I mean, not in the same like scope, but in, in their worlds, like Amazon is huge. Disney's huge. Microsoft is huge. Yeah, you, you're we're starting to get these companies that are just starting to become all encompassing in their field. Yeah, because I mean, so there's nothing no, else there's, can get started. I mean, name yeah, me a competitor to Amazon. Mega companies. I mean, name one competitor to Amazon. Uh, there is AliExpress. Any. Oh but, yeah, dude. It's actually, yeah. it's actually very big in like China and Asian countries. So, right. Yeah, that makes yeah. Suck it. <laughs> but as far as like the U.S. market, yeah, there there aren't any. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's U.S. Crazy. market, it's Amazon or. Uh, I would actually say Walmart is kind of Walmart. Up there. Yeah, really? I didn't even know Walmart did any kind of. Oh, dude! If you haven't, you should check out their curbside pickup. That's all I ever do now is Walmart's curbside I pickup. It is fantastic. Hate their curbside pickup. But why? It's so nice, dude. It took them forty-five minutes to get like half an order of groceries out to me. All right. When did you go to pick it up, though? 
It was at like fucking 7.30 at night. Okay, that's the problem. Any weekday, if you go after 5, you will not get your groceries on time. I always go Saturdays from like 9 to noon, and there's no one there, and they will give them to you immediately. And it's great, because then I don't have to talk to anybody. I can just sit out in my car. Some dude's like, yo, you want it in the back seat? I say, yeah, put it in the back seat. And then he dumps his big load in my back seat. <laughs> I don't, I I don't really like the curbside pickup. I just get I I do use Instacart. I use Instacart a lot because going to the grocery store is like makes me anxious really bad. Yeah, so, I hate grocery stores. So I much. hate them. That's why I use Instacart. I know it costs like a quite a bit more to get them delivered, but I mean, I just I can get so much done using Instacart. Yeah, it's so nice. I just I've never... and a lot of people. A shitload of people up here don't know about it, which blows my mind because Dallas is supposed to be like the tech, you know, hub of yeah, Texas, Texas, essentially, other than Austin. But Austin's just having all the Californians move there, so it's becoming the new Silicon Valley or whatever they call it. Yeah, I think the Silicon something. There's there's another Silicon name for it. Pan or something. <laughs> like the Silicon <laughs> Plain or some something weird that yeah. it just makes like whatever. I yeah I I. Personally, love curbside pickups, and if a store or restaurant has a curbside pickup, I will do that over any other option because it's great. And I just pull up, and they throw things at me, and I leave. Well, yeah, but you're antisocial. So. <laughs> well, yeah, it makes but it's sense. the best possible situation. I mean, I'm not. Well, I do agree. But I like the the grocery store. Just oh, it is murder, dude. I cannot do it. Yeah, because I there's so many people there that are just like they're just like none of them are in a good mood. Yeah. It's no like one likes everybody who to goes to the grocery, grocery store. store. It just hates life. I'm like, what? What? Ha- what's yeah, wrong? You're not wrong. Yeah. But every time I go to the grocery store, there's at least once, but almost always more. I just am thinking in my head, God, I hate these people. They're so annoying. I hate everyone <laughs> in this store because one of my like biggest pet peeves, and it's so small, um, and so like non-important thing, but uh. When I go to, when you go to the grocery store, right, and someone is stopped in the middle of the aisle, thinking, like, looking at the aisle, trying to decide what they want to pick up, and they are, they have, like, their cart parked in the dead center, and they're standing in the dead center, so you can't get around them on either side, so that you walk up oh, to them, yeah. and you go, um, um, and then they kind of, like, stand there for a couple more seconds, and you're like, excuse me, and they go, oh, sorry, I didn't see you there. Like, they're not an inconsiderate piece of trash. (laughs) (laughs) I just really don't like grocery stores. Going off on grocery (laughs) store people. I mean, dude, people in grocery stores, I swear, they just got hit in the face before Mm. they came in. I'm like, what happened, dude? They just forgot how to act in, like, society. And, oh man, don't even get me started on malls. Oh, I, I oh, 100% with, do not go to malls. Right? I was talking with my Dude. roommate, and I was like, yeah, I haven't been to a mall in like 10 years, probably. And he's like, what? Why? And I was like, who enjoys the mall? Other than Dude, like people, teenage I girls. Swear. Other than Robin Sparkles. <laughs> it, it seems like everyone at a mall also just like, they ha- they will not move out of your, like if they're walking towards you, there's no movement. No, they have to like, it's like everyone's trying to prove something. Yeah. Which is fucking stupid. Like, right, if I'll you're get out of the way, in, I'll just move. I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> if you're in a public setting, like, 
whether it be sidewalk, grocery store, mall, what the fuck ever. Road rules, people. Road yeah, rules. Stay you on walk the on the right side, and it avoids yeah. so many fucking issues. It really does. That's like when it makes I... too much sense, dude. You need to stop. When oh, I, I stop on the side of the road, or <laughs> side of the road, side of the aisle, like I literally <laughs> will step up against the aisle or the side that I'm not looking at, and then pull my cart over, like lift it up and drag it over so that it's all, as close to the aisle as I could get, so I'm not in anybody's yeah, so you way. You can let people go by. Then there are people that are like, "Nah, I'm just gonna stand right here in the center, and you're gonna you're gonna deal with it." I'm like, "Uh, all right, I hate you, you move." I'm just like, "Why, dude?" Yeah, I think you know people are just kind of inconsiderate when it comes to public places. Like, uh, one thing I will never understand is how people treat like service workers, like fast food oh, workers, man. or like yeah. just anyone in what they consider a lesser job. I don't get it. I don't understand how you can do that, especially if it's well, I mean, at like a fast food restaurant. They're handling your food. <laughs> Be well, nice to them. Starbucks, dude. I just got finished making this lady's drink, and she came over, opened opened it, and was like, "I asked for no whipped cream," and then she like pushed it back towards me, and so I grabbed it, said, "Okay," and I dumped it real quick and threw it away because I'm in a rush. I had like several other drinks I was making, and it's been a while back, and I still remember this because it 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 made me so mad. And I finished remaking it, uh, and I put it out there and called out the name or whatever. Or no, her husband was Ari or some dude. I don't know. He was with her. I don't want to assume anything. So, yeah. but he was this just he wasn't very like super tall. I mean, I'm six three, and he was probably about six foot five eleven or five ten. So you know, within that range. Yeah. But he was huge. Dude was jacked out of his mind. And I finished making the drinks, and I said, "All right, cool." And he grabbed the cups, yanked them towards him, spilled them on himself. And looked me in the eye and said, fucking moron, and walked off. I'm like, wow, okay. That's just, that's, uh, I don't know what I did. Right? So, wow. Sorry, I didn't, sorry I didn't remember you didn't want no whipped cream. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, like, like I killed even, somebody. You know, even if they're, they mess up your order, they, they've cooked so many different things that day. And they mess up one small order. Like, oh, dude, people get pissed, too. You're like, oh, why are you so upset about world. this? And I don't understand it's like it's it. the end of the world. You're like, calm down, dude. It's just it's just food. Like, like they're either going to fix it or give you a free something or just eat the freaking whipped cream. It's just whipped cream. You're not going to die unless you're you know, <laughs> extremely lactose intolerant. But then you probably shouldn't be going to Starbucks. Right? True. <laughs> True, dude. <laughs> like, if I, I'm one of those guys that's like, hey, no whip. They put whip on it. I'm like. Ah, oh, cool. darn. Dude, eats stick it anyways. The, stick they, the straw through it and just deal with it. They can straight yeah. up give me the entire wrong meal. Like, I can order a Whopper and they'll give me chicken nuggets and I'll be like, thanks, bye. <laughs> yeah, usually usually same. I, I usually don't care. I'm just like, like yeah, it's food. food. I don't yeah. want to waste your time. I don't want to be that one person that holds up the whole line just to just to get chicken nuggets instead of a burger that all taste the exact same. It's just right. so extra, you know? Yeah, it really is. Like, is it worth the effort? You know, because that's, that's what I go based off of. Is it worth the effort? Because if I just don't care enough, which I usually don't, then I'm just like, whatever. Yeah. This, what I got is still awesome. Yeah, well, even, you know, just like, just be nice to people. <laughs> like, when I, when I worked at, uh, worked in retail, 
people were so rude and i would i you know i'm not a nice person but i am very good at putting on a fake nice persona especially when it comes to customer service just because i don't want to deal with you know karens um and they'll the one question i would always get is oh do you have any more of these and be like uh let me go look and i'll spend like 20 minutes looking for their product not find it and like oh it shows in our system we only have one and since i can't find it that generally means it's been stolen or lost or our inventory is just wrong like it happens and they're yeah. always like oh well go look in the back and i'm like we don't keep these product in the back and even if we did it would not find it back there they're like well no you're gonna go look i'm like okay and so i would just walk back to the warehouse and stand in there for like 10 minutes and then come back and be like yeah no i didn't find it man sorry darn but shucks that's the move but if the person was really nice to me like they're like hey man you know sorry i don't want to bother you but i really want to buy this it looks really cool you think you can find it for me i'm like hell yeah dude i will dig through everything every bin we have in the store to find this product for you you're just even slightly nice to me. Well, it's like even if even if the person who like say they they said could you check the back and you said oh we won't have that in the back if they had just been like oh okay well if we can just get it you know resolved some other way or somehow because right. then so, like, yeah oh cool. well here let me give you one of those sales guys and they can order it for you and have it shipped to your house in a day but not yeah. because you're being a jerk about it I hope you don't get the product and then they right. always hit you with the well, I'm not going to shop here anymore. And I'm like, thank God. <laughs> right? yeah, it's like, we don't care. You, yeah, like, you don't realize I'm paid to work here. Like, I, it doesn't matter to me whether or not you shop here. Yeah, it's like, oh, no, I lost your $20 you were going to spend on a remote. Oh, however will I live? And people who are like, oh, well, you should care because that's who. Uh, that's how you make your money is by getting, you know, customers and such like that. Because, I mean, a lot of people are on commission, so that's different, but. But we don't even work on commission, and our store made, you know, $400,000 a day, so why would I care about your your well, single right. cell? Like, you're so, one person. I don't care. Back when I worked in retail, I was a pro sales. Like, I sold two contractors, and I would have the ones come in that would be like, Oh, well, I spend millions of dollars here every year and I'm in here every day doing business. And I'd be like, okay, let me look at your account real quick. And they're like, uh, like uh, actually, uh, <laughs> because I could pull up their account with all of their information over the last like five years. And I would like pull it up and be like, hmm, shows you spent 20 grand here over the last five years. Right. Bye. Like, That's nothing. I don't know. I think everyone at one point in their life should work retail or food service or just like any kind of small service job because it really gives you perspective on how little those workers care about you and how being a jerk to them is only going to make your experience worse. I had an actual thought about this with my job because I am a, a DC tech. So we get new management a lot that just come from other companies mm -hmm. and you know, they, they were, they have previous management experience, whatever, nothing wrong with that. But I had thought, I was like, why don't we send these guys whenever they come here, work on the work with us in the DC or with whatever department they're going to be managing, work with that department on the floor and get an idea of how it works. Because a lot yeah. of these managers just don't really actually know how it all works. 
I, I can't even name how many shit. times I get hit up by management and it's like, well, why don't you just do that? And I'm like, I can't do that. Right? You're like, that doesn't make not how that feasible works. sense. <laughs> yeah, like, I, that's not how this works. Yeah. Which, then it kind of brings in the whole, you know, once you get CEOs that are making millions of dollars a year and have probably never once in their entire life, you know, actually used a computer, uh, just making <laughs> outrageous demands on people that don't make any sense, but that if they don't do them, they get fired for it, even though it wasn't their idea. Yep. Well, that kind of flows into the... Do y'all see the Microsoft bought, uh, bought Activision Blizzard for like $70 billion? Yeah, I've been seeing people talk about it uh, through TikTok and YouTube and everything else, all of the social medias, uh, talking thing. about... It being a monopoly, like, yeah. you know, it's bordering on monopolizing the game market because they, Microsoft now owns so many high-end developers. I mean... Yeah, but it, honestly, if you really think about it, in a, PlayStation and Sony are actually probably closer to a monopoly than Microsoft is at the moment. You think so? Yeah, dude, they, they have a ton of in-house studios and they do ex a ton of exclusivity deals. Um, they have a bunch of exclusivity deals with Epic... Like they, well, that's it, kind of the deal, though, right? My, Sony is more so into the exclusivity side, which is why, you know, they're, they're probably pretty upset about the acqu uh, acquisition of Microsoft, uh, Activision Blizzard by Microsoft. Yeah, which was a smart play on Microsoft's. Oh honestly. my god, and it's crazy because I watched uh, there's Legacy Killer HD on YouTube, mm -hmm. and he like goes through all of like the money that these cash on hand that these companies just have, yeah. and Microsoft has like an insane like 130 something billion is their cash on hand. Yeah, it's crazy, and it's <sighs> insane how much money these companies just have. It, well, I think the. I think this was like one of the biggest acquisitions in like gaming history at the moment of just like purely the amount they spent on the acquisition because like the next one before this was was it I don't I think it was Bethesda. I think it's when they bought Bethesda for or Zenimax and Bethesda for 20 billion something like that. So it's like three times the size and I don't know. I just I hope I kind of, I'm kind of okay with Microsoft buying up a lot of these these devs because they have a ton of money that they can just tell the devs like, "Yo, just do whatever the hell you want. Like, no more crunch time, no more getting molested by Bobby Kotick. Uh, <laughs> you can you can just kind of work and put out, you know, whatever you want to." Yeah. But I mean, it's also not going to be like that because it's still a corporate company. It's not. I don't know, man. If you if you've ever looked at Phil Spencer, in, who is the CEO of well, I don't think he's CEO, but the head of Microsoft Gaming Division, he's a really good dude, like a really good dude, and he yeah. is very big on just letting developers kind of do whatever they want. Yeah. So, I, other words, I'm I'm glad they took the company away from Bobby Kotick and gave it to Phil because Bobby Kotick is a piece of trash. Yeah, I think so too. I do not like Bobby Kotick. Brandon, do you know who Bobby Kotick is? Nope. <laughs> He's uh... was he that like bro dude CEO guy? <laughs> One of them, yeah. He's... <laughs> he's pretty old, I think, at this point. Um, but he's he's the CEO of Activision Blizzard, and uh... I, you know they were having their huge uh, scandal about 
you know, people getting molested and the dude bro environment of gaming. And I think they have proof or they like had a bunch of emails proving that Bobby Kotick knew it was happening, was participating in it himself and was just doing absolutely nothing about it. So basically there was a bunch of the executives, um, executives would like, uh, harass the female employees. Yeah. And just managers, managers, executive. I mean, just anybody would, uh, there was a lot of harassment towards Mm. female employees, which is just even, uh, even physically it's, it's, yeah, it's really, really gross. Like, I feel like that a lot of that stems from, uh, Apparently that was the environment uh even before the yeah. Activision Blizzard like uh joining. Apparently yeah. that was an issue with both companies or a, mainly Blizzard though. I think it's a big issue like in a lot of them because I know Riot is still having a lot of uh a lot of those like you know people rioting and not and walkouts and stuff because of the amount of just garbage that the upper staff in Riot is putting all their players through, or all their employees mm-hmm. through. I don't know. I, I think it, like, kind of stems from just the the atmosphere of gaming in general. Because atmosphere is very dude broy. y Yeah. And has three uh, white and Especially, dudes. like, Activision as, like, what they release. That's the ultimate dude broy, yeah, like, yeah really gaming a, title series. Bunch of big arm dudes doing the Terminator or, or Predator clap, you know, with their biceps the rippling. Predator <laughs> handshake. <laughs> but it's like Call of Duty, and what else does Blizzard do? Is, is aren't they like? Uh, well, Activision does Call World of Duty. Warcraft. Blizzard, yes, yeah, World of Warcraft, Overwatch, uh, Diablo. Um, what was the other? Other big one. They do Hearthstone. I think they. I don't know, but they they do a lot of very big competitive games. Yeah, so it's always those games have always been. Oh, those are for the boys. Yeah, yeah. Which I like, I don't know. I don't get it. It, it. It's the whole like gatekeeping of the community. You know, like um, when someone's playing an online game and then uh. They hear a woman's voice, so they all get on, get on, Mike, and they're like, "Show me Bob's a vagine." Like, <laughs> if you want a woman to play video games with you, maybe don't harass them, and they'll play video games with you. Right? Yeah. Because <laughs> it's just like there's no fucking point to doing that. I mean, it's also immature too. Yeah. Well, and it's also especially a lot if like, it's just based off the fact that they're a girl. It's like okay, yeah, chill, that's dude. just yeah. You don't know how to act as a human, as an mm-hmm. adult human male. But like, I've just never understood gatekeeping in general because a lot of they'll do it a lot in the D and D community, where you know you'll go, oh, yeah. you'll try to join a game, and they'll be like, oh well, you have to have these books and you have to have these materials and you have to make this kind of character. Because you know we need a a healer in our in our class or a healer in our group, so you have to do that. Even though you don't like playing healers, you have to. And if you don't, you suck. And even if you do, you're playing it wrong. Like if you really enjoy the game and you want people to be playing the game with you, I just be nice to people. <laughs> right. Quit quit making up these rules that yeah. don't exist. Like that's not a rule. You can't make me do. Yeah. 
right? Like, even when we were setting up our game, I remember you guys were having a conversation like, oh, well, we have a tank, and so now we need, like, a healer class. And I was I was trying to tell y'all, like, no, you don't. Like, if y'all don't want, if all of y'all want a tank, we will figure out how to make that possible for you guys. Because that's way yeah. more fun when everyone's just doing what they want to do. Well, and that's kind of where we, like, because we were like, well, we we need one, but nobody really wants to play it. And I was like, well, I've played Paladin, and I enjoy playing Paladin, so it's got some healing attributes, but I can still be a damn tank of a human being. Mm-hmm. So, so now you're the big tank at the front that is just picking up people by the scruff of their neck, and it's like, nope, you're not dead yet. Get back in here. Well, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't even seem like uh, Brandon's the main tank either. It's uh, uh, Redney, I think. Yeah, Dude. yeah. Dude, he barbarians, so man. Damage. It's Michael yeah, and barbarians Isaac. Yeah, barbarians are a good class, but it also, um, which I'm, uh, you know, I'm more than fine with. Preface all before I start shitting on all of y'all's characters. Um, <laughs> I I really like support classes, like spell casting heavy classes, like wizards and sorcerers and stuff, just because I think it adds a lot of flavor to the game. Because there are a lot of spells that do a lot of different things, and you can interpret them in all sorts of crazy ways. So you can do whatever you want if you just put a little bit of thought into it. You can be like, oh, well, I'm going to cast Mage Hand to fly around the door and knock on it. So then it brings someone in where I'm then going to set uh, AoE attack so it just clears the whole hallway after I've lured them all in there. Like, you can do small things like that. But See, dude, I'm way too pee brain for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it's like... Even even Paladin, I have, you know, six spell slots right now. Mm-hmm. And just managing those six, I get fucking stressed out because I'm like, well, I need to use this, but uh, but I need to save this in case anybody goes down, so I can't do this. And I'm like, well, at some point, I'm just going to have to say fuck it and take this guy out and just deal with the consequences later. Yeah, I mean, so pretty much. I mean, wizards have it a little easier cuz they have a lot more spell slots and they've got cantrips to do fucking a lot more spells. Damage, but it's like it's one of those things where I would have to just actually sit down and like focus out. too much and I'm like, eh, I'd rather just like Slap some guys real hard, yeah, and then occasionally heal somebody. Yeah, which that is totally fine, you know, because that's the way y'all guys like to play, which I'm more than okay with, because it it does add, it also has its own little like form of craziness where you guys are like, hey, I'm gonna go in and punch a dragon, and I'm like, I don't know if that's a smart idea, and then and you'll go like, in and just it. absolutely murk a dragon by punching yeah. it in the dick until it dies, yeah. and so <laughs> it's like, well, I don't know. I don't know if I've said it in the in-game yet, like uh, my character stated it, but my character is chaotic neutral, which is why I do try to steal things sometimes, but then I do something that's really nice, and I try to keep it still chaotic, though, so you can never guess what I'm going to do. Yeah, it's just absolutely yeah. random. Like, one time you're like, well, oh, yeah. I love this guy, and the next time you're like, I'm going to steal all this shit. Yeah. So, so the fun part about the paladin I chose to play this time is I'm a chaotic neutral paladin. Which is not a thing you normally see. But I'm a paladin of a god of war. 
<laughs> so it, it it'd be kind of weird to try and play that as lawful neutral, like yeah, or lawful good. Like so, it, it makes much more sense to me to be chaotic neutral or chaotic good. I don't remember. It's yeah. one of the two. Which I mean, but it also plays into the god that you chose, which is another aspect I really like of D and D is you can just make whatever the heck you want, and then just like find something to justify all of it. So like, because your god is very. The only thing he cares about is solving arguments through strength and like just fight fair. But yeah, sometimes honorable. the good, the quote unquote good guys win. Sometimes the quote unquote bad guys win. Like he doesn't choose one side or the other. It's just whoever's stronger wins. So it makes yeah. sense with your character. But yeah. then you got people that just base their character off of Hellboy. Eh. <laughs> I hit things and I hit things and I hit things. Not talking about anyone in particular. Um, totally <laughs> hypothetical. Just kidding. Love you, Mike. <laughs> it does crack me up though the different mentalities whenever it comes to D and D because there's people who are more serious and then you have people who just don't care and they're just in it to have fun, which is completely fine. Yeah. But because... ultimately, it boils down to is you should have fun when you're playing D and D. Yeah, exactly. Which, and for some people, fun is uh, knowing all the rules and implying all the rules exactly as they're stated in the book. And it's like, you can enjoy that, but it's dumb. Yeah. Because we, I... we had a... I was playing a campaign with some people, and we had a guy kind of like that that was very rule-centric. And if you tried to do mm -hmm. anything other than what was explicitly stated in the rules, he was like... Oh, actually, you can't do that on uh, page 247, you know, article I, paragraph J. You, It says that you can't do that. And I'm like, man, just let me have fun. Right. Right. I want to do a backflip off a table and karate chop some dude's head. Let me do it. I don't care if I'm wearing 300 pounds of armor. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, my whole thing with that is, like, especially with the group we're playing with right now, because... What, three of the guys have never played before? Yeah, just, yeah, I think every, well, I, I don't actually know. I think one of them has played quite a bit and actually DM'd a couple of times. I think Gabe has. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Nice. But I don't, I don't know. And I've played but, a bit, and then you've played a little bit with me. Yeah. Me and Brandon and uh, one of our buddies, Richie, he used yeah. to play yeah. together, too. But it's it's one of those deals where... Like, I've played enough to know, and I, arguably, I consume a lot of D&D &D content. Probably way too much. <laughs> but, so I, I know a lot of the rules. But I'm not trying to, like, rule lawyer the whole time. I'm just Unless it making works in it... your favor, and then... Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> but, but it's also one of those where I'm trying to get the guys to understand the things they can do that are just fucking ridiculous. You're trying to actually show them. You Instead of just yeah. doing it, you're like, here's here's why I'm doing this and what this can do with all the, like, the synergies. Which, yeah, but I'm like reminding them of class abilities and stuff like that, where hopefully they'll start... If you rage and then frenzy and then activate your totem, next round you can do 300 damage and not take <laughs> anything. 
Or you can just right? stand there and punch them, you know? It's, it's, yeah. It's kind of up to you. But I also... The fucking two barbarians in the fucking... In the party, I yell at them all the time. I'm like, rage, rage. rage. Oh, yeah, I'll rage. I don't want to waste it. It's like, you have so much. Like, this is the main fight we're going to be in today. Use it now so we can just get it over with. It's like, you guys are 100% going to long rest before you get into any other serious fights. So use it all right. It's like, we got this big camp that we're in a big battle in. There's nothing else around the camp. We're here to clear this camp. <laughs> and you don't want to use your three rages of the day. <laughs> like, that's our task. Let's do it. Yeah. Like, you like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't even be able to done. say the word barbarian without them following it with, I want to rage. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. I mean, it seems like every time we play, they're just in a constant state of rage, too. I mean that yeah that's kind of the whole whole aspect of barbarians. That's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be get in a fight. Your first turn, you say, "I want to rage." <laughs> I like and how Jeremy you... asks every time. Too. I do. Are you raging? Because I'm raging every time. <laughs> I'm just like, guys, come on. Like that's how a barbarian is a good class is yeah. with rage, because you can't just. It, it... Like, you can still play a Barbarian that doesn't rage. Just, you're going to go down a lot. Mm-hmm. But if you rage, you almost never go down in a fight because you're taking half damage of what everybody else takes. Yeah. It's, it's pretty crazy. That's one of the reasons I, I think a lot of people don't like D&D is because they're just like, oh, all you do is say, all right, I punch this dude. Now I punch this dude. Now I punch this dude. Like, you can do that, and that can be fun in its own right. But... It can also be so much more beautiful, and you can sell trail mix, and you can yes. uh, burn down orphanages, <laughs> and like there's so many. We things haven't done that do. yet. I'm really glad because it would not end well. <laughs> Seeing as most I mean... of you guys are are good alignments, and you're fronting for the Lord's Alliance, which is a awful good organization. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, well, is all I'm saying. I, I am glad that none of us are playing fucking murder hobo. Like, none of us, like, decided to do that at all. Yeah. It gets old pretty fast, honestly. Very quickly. But it can. I, I do every, or sometime in the future. Well, for, just do, like, for people who don't know, shots. real quick, for people who don't know, real quick, what's murder hobo? Oh, uh, murder hobo is a character who claims they're a good alignment character, but they go into every every town they go into, they usually get in a fight with guards or people in the bar or anything like that. To... Constant life is a brawl. Yeah, like, basically, you'll introduce a character, and they go, okay, I'm going to steal from him and then slit his throat. And you're like, Odd. aren't you a lawful good paladin? They're like, yeah but he has money, and I want it, and I can just do whatever I want. And I'm like, you can, but there are guards in this city, so I don't know if that's the best idea. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember when we played, like, our first game uh, together, and I just set up, like, a little little small area for us what to go through. What the fuck is happening? Sorry. <laughs> uh, I, just, I just set up, like, a little area for us to run through. And you guys were definitely being murder hobos. But we got to one point where y'all did 
burn down an orphanage. And then, like, a bunch of guards showed up to try to stop y'all. And y'all were like, what? We didn't do anything wrong. Now we have to kill the guards. And so y'all just started killing all the guards. <laughs> <laughs> was this in the current campaign? No, this was when me, you, and Brandon played, like, a couple oh, years ago. a while ago, yeah. Oh, that was so long ago. Man, I don't even remember that. That's crazy. Yeah, because we ran through Lost Minds of Fandelver, just the three of us, and yeah. you guys played. It was a long time ago. Was I it? Was it. there? Was I remember one thing from that, and it was the little goblin buddy Troop? we had. True. Well, that if in our current game, because they we also ran them through Lost Minds. Um, I think Brandon, do you have it, or does? Yep, Michael I've got the yeah. bottle of droop has goop. A, has a vial of droop yeah, goop. Well, that's what that is. What yes, happened to because him? he got melted by a dragon. Yep. <laughs> and we picked up a vial of his goop. Because <laughs> didn't y'all... Uh, you Did found... I drink it? No, you drank you tried to. Rodney goop. You think Rodney group, yeah. Oh! Which he got turned into a gibbering mouther I and died. was murdered. And then Brandon died him. Um... <laughs> yeah, but no, I, you guys I, found I a down. dragon and I was trying very hard to give you guys an opportunity to talk your way out of fighting the dragon and y'all were just like we tried y'all were just but like we didn't know anything about dragons yeah and y'all were just like well what if we don't fight because I'll give you you know a sword and <laughs> I was just like the dragon doesn't look interested in that you know, maybe <laughs> some gold or something. But then I think one of y'all just punched it, and so then it, like, flame-breathed all of you, and it should have killed all of you, but I let y'all live because I'm a wimp. <laughs> you can't just hard punish like that. It's not in you. Well, because I gave you all a deck save out of it to take half damage. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I gave y'all a deck save out of it to take no damage, which... There aren't deck saves on Dragon's Breath Attacks. If you're in the cone, you get hit for the full force of it. Oof. And uh, yeah. it, I think it did like 80-something damage. And you guys were level <laughs> We were like two. level 2 or 3. So yeah, max, really max health level. was like 20-something. And <laughs> so it would have outright killed every single one of you in the first attack. But I think hey. you also put uh, Droop up front. You were like... Droop, go bargain with the with No, the I don't think we did that. <laughs> that he melted. I don't think that's how it went. <laughs> I mean, that... I'm it just that's melts. <laughs> well, because, you know, goblins have 8 health, and he took yeah. 81 points of damage. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah they, you know, they say if you take double your health points in one hit, that's an if automatic you go negative, death. your health points. Yeah, that's an automatic death. So he liquefied, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he is now a bottle of goop yeah, in my inventory. I've been trying to revive very poorly. We haven't found anybody powerful enough. I mean, that's fair. Y'all just got a book that resurrects the dead. Oh, oh holy fuck, we do! This is so... <laughs> kind of sidebar rant this is one another thing that i i don't really care honestly but like i give you guys so many tailored magic items 
or like specific things that at one point y'all were like, man, I really wish I could do this. So then I give y'all an item that can do that. And then you forget about it entirely and never use it. <laughs> See, you can't trust me with this kind of stuff because I'm pea brain, dude. I know that's fine. That's I, probably why my character better, doesn't make Jeremy. too much sense for me because I am pea brain. Yeah, I've been so. getting better. I just love it. it's so funny when y'all are like, oh man. I don't know how we're going to get out of this, you know, such and such situation. We're never going to survive. And then one of you goes, wait, th that thing that just <laughs> murders people when you press a button. We should use that. And I'm like, yeah, no, you probably should. That'd be cool. A hundred percent. The example Jeremy wants to give is the fucking necklace of fireball. Oh, my God. Don't even fucking. <laughs> <laughs> so, don't like, bring it up <laughs> we got this necklace from a what was it a bugbear it was like the first fight y'all were in uh, it was a bugbear captain in like a goblin cave and it was just a, a golden chain necklace with six little crystals that I described as looking as if they contained fire like sparkling and glowing and y'all were like oh that's cool we should look into that later and then put it in your bag and forgot about it for like ten sessions <laughs> yep and then I used it and swiftly melted like eight wolves. Yeah, because it was uh, basically since none of you guys had any ranged attacks or any spell attacks or any AOE or anything. I was like, all right, I got to give them something. So I'm going to give them a spire fireball necklace that when you throw a bead of it, it just acts like a fireball spell, which is a really good like third level spell. And they... Did not touch it, and I'm, at one point, y'all guys were hiding, or you were staying in a tavern, and I was like, uh, which one of you guys has that gold necklace y'all picked up? And you're like, oh, I do. I was like, oh, uh, so as you're kind of sleeping, um, you notice, like, some heat radiating from this, this necklace, um, and as you pick it up, you know, the crystals seem to glow even brighter than normal, and they're just putting out an immense amount of heat, and you're like, oh, okay, anyway, so what do you guys want to do for the day? <laughs> I 100% don't remember that I conversation. I you don't. <laughs> I 100% am still sure that you did not share the fucking item detail with us. I didn't because y'all hadn't discovered it yet. Like, like y'all hadn't identified it yet, so you didn't know what it was. But I was hinting that maybe you should try to figure out what it was. <laughs> and you guys are just know. like, I even gave y'all a character in town. That would just identify objects for y'all for free. Hey, <laughs> and she identified in all of our weapons. I know. But hey, no, because we had to find a fancy-ass pearl that you, you also just gave us. Yeah, that you had to kill, like, four <laughs> kobolds for. And I give you guys so much stuff. I'm so nice to y'all. <laughs> you still do nothing. Seriously, I do you I'm guys so many better. favors. You know what I love about my character, though? Hmm. Is how much stuff I can say, um, actually, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh, he hits you, uh, you go down. I'm like, um, actually, actually no. I don't. <laughs> Brandon is the, big, uh, the, the dude who does that the most so far that I've seen. Yeah, well, it's because you probably have the better understanding of your character of everybody. Because yeah. a lot of the other guys have kind of the same skills, they just don't actually realize what they can well, do. The one of the barbarians is also a half orc that has relentless endurance, so he can go down to one instead of unconscious yeah. once per long rest. And then, but then you gave me that super neat fucking yeah, your boon, boon, 
Yeah, so now it's like, you miss. I'm like, ah, actually, no. No, I'm going to hit this time. <laughs> and then I've got uh, my paladin style is protection. That's my fighting style. So if I'm standing next to a friendly, as a reaction, I can impose disadvantage on attack. So I, Jeremy will be like, it hits. And I'm like, ah. He's like, disadvantage. Okay, misses. <laughs> Gosh. Which I'm also I'm all about. I love that shit. So, because <laughs> that's how it's supposed to be played. Yeah, Brandon does probably the best job out of all of us uh, with playing his character properly. Yeah, I'm but, trying. You know, it comes with more experience. So it just you know because I like I don't mind that a lot of you guys because I know most of the guys they just enjoy just being big beefy dudes that just walk up to somebody who like <laughs> rain down the power of the heavens on them. And they're like, Hey, guess what? Dead. <laughs> like your magic is no use here. Magic man. All right. It's really funny though. The, the different um, play styles for sure. Cause yeah. I remember whenever we first started playing back a long time ago, back in high school, uh, we would just play like off the top of uh, our head. Yeah, which have I to keep track of everything with paper instead. Yeah, I want to try for us to try an in-person game, like a like a paper game, but I don't know if it would go very well because y'all have so much automated for you, and it already doesn't go very well. made this as easy as possible but you guys are still making it hard yeah honestly like I'm, I'm, <laughs> i have in the next couple of fights you guys get into i i have actually made them rough and at, oh, the sick. whole time i was making them i was like man this is a really dick move should i do this i'm like you know what no they gotta learn <laughs> true i mean <laughs> they need to find out know. mess around and you die I uh, I feel like I'm the weakest out of everybody so far. Uh, yeah, but you also have the least amount of like equipment and uh, true, like very true special skills and stuff added on there, which we'll we'll, we'll work on. Actually, it'll be fine. Oh yeah, dude. Have you worked on that backstory yet, Nick? No, I haven't. So the best way to trick me into giving you really powerful items is to just write a backstory. That that's where I got my um actually no it hits. Yeah. I almost failed English in high school, so writing things is not my strong suit. You at know, all. It doesn't have to be good. I mean, you saw the notes that I took on the podcast <laughs> topics thing. That's basically what my notes for D D look like. And I made all of our stories, so <laughs> it's it you know, it's good. I I have like um you know, I have so many Google Docs of all the story beats and things and character info and all the world building stuff. But then I have another one that I just jot down notes of stuff y'all do over like during each session. So I know not to or, you know, I don't forget things. And those notes are the most bonkers, like, <laughs> most, <laughs> like bonkers notes in the world. It uh, looks like a guy who stalks a pack of psychopaths. Yeah, like kind of <laughs> Well, because I also Probably like an accurate assessment. <laughs> since I know, you know, everything that's going to happen and all the plot twists, and all that stuff, I'll write it a note and I'm like, oh, the party um, solved in quotes the puzzle for this door. I wonder if they missed anything, <laughs> <laughs> even though I know full well what's going on. 
Like I know these guys missed literally <laughs> everything. Well, I also, I also, I think I'm really bad about um, since I know everything that's going to happen. It all makes perfect sense to me, and it all seems so simple and so like you're like this is obvious. Come on, guys, obvious. But to you, y'all are like, okay, we walked into a room. We don't see anything in the room. All right, time to leave. <laughs> just like, no, if you just go over and flip the desk over and take one of the legs, unscrew it, and then go into the center of the room and screw it into a hole on the floor, it opens a door that leads to an empty room with a single bookshelf. And if you pull the third book down, it opens up the treasure trove. It's like, first grade, SpongeBob. Yeah, come on, man. Why don't you get this? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's fine. I love that kind of shit. It must be interesting being a DM because I've never DM'd for D and D. Yeah, I I really enjoy it. I I just it seems like, like having, a lot of damn work. It is, but I enjoy having the power of of the universe at my hands. <laughs> I can do whatever I want. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, if I mean, you guys want to, like, DM a one-shot or something, I'll totally let you. I don't know if I'm ready for that amount of responsibility. <laughs> I mean, you can find... I mean, I'll be totally honest. A lot of the stuff I make for D&D, I've ripped off of other stuff. So, <laughs> I mean... Like, there's a lot isn't of... Most, isn't, well, isn't most art rip-offs of other stuff? Because, I mean, any music now, you can't make new, like, beats or anything, uh, pretty much. You know, they're being inspired, all right? They're just taking inspiration from Yeah, themselves. exactly. So, that's all, yeah. Dude, that's all it is. You're just inspired. Exactly. <laughs> Even when I copy-paste whole pages of dialogue. <laughs> but I, I, you, there is so much material on the internet of, like, like side quests and full-length missions and, like whole world you can just set your campaign in and i steal so much of them all of them all the time and they work great hey man as long as it works that's all i care about true as long as it's fun what you guys are having fun right oh yeah <laughs> all right uh brandon absolutely having fun i know you were saying earlier that you had uh, a question that you to bring up so all life on Earth came from the ocean, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so if there was a complete extinction event, like all land life died. Okay, I'm with you. But ocean life still like maintained. Is this like a hypothetical? Would... What would Oh, go ahead. No, Sorry. Yeah, this like, like what tomorrow? Uh, right. Yeah. No, like, what would happen? Like, would in several million years the Earth just get back to the same point? That is very interesting, right? I mean, would the human race still exist because we are a land mammal? No, like, a, all land life dies, including humans, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay I just want to. I want to make sure life. So, uh, I mean, yeah, probably. It'd just be different species. They would just have to I evolve would assume. back into land creatures. But, but would it evolve back into the same? Like, like it would just cycle, like, like it, the cycle would just repeat. It would, like, come full circle. 
Yeah. Just a different species, so maybe. That, uh, it's very similar to the premise on one of my favorite shows of all time, Futurama. Uh, there's one point where they, oh, yeah. they invent a time machine, but it can only go forwards, I think, is the, is the thing. <laughs> so they accidentally trip over the lever and go forwards in time to a point where humanity is extinct. But then they're like, oh, well, since, you know, time is forever, we can just go into the future infinitely until we get back to an instance of the future that is the same as where we were. So they just, like, loop through to the end of the universe that then starts again with a new Big Bang and then go all the way back to a new future where they are just still alive in their normal time. Yeah, yeah, I remember that episode. That was one of my favorites. It's a good one. So basically, what I'm saying is, time solves everything, Brandon. I mean, fair enough. But it's personally, just, it... I don't think it would be that simple. I don't think it would happen. Because <clears throat> how how long are you saying? Oh, like millions of years. Millions of years. Yeah, because well, I'm of, saying, I mean, supposedly millions and trillions of years. Yeah. Hypothetically, yeah. yeah, it's it's sure to be like something that could happen. But is it? The most possible outcome? I don't think so. I mean, we weren't the most pop- pos- blah, 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 possible outcome, and yet we're still here. True, true. The, I mean, the the uh, I think the probability of the Earth existing, just like any instance in the universe of the Earth existing like yeah. it is today, is like one in several billion or something crazy. Yeah, something insane. Well, but also, yeah. if you then play into, since the universe is infinite and infinitely expanding then kind of like, you know, how some people think there's multiverses. I don't think there are multiverses, but I do think since the universe is infinite, there is an infinite number of things happening. So there is kind of a multiverse. You know what I'm saying? Well, there are several, so many galaxies. And and, and a single galaxy is so massive. Like, there's no way you're going to look me in the eye and tell me that aliens don't exist. Oh, yeah, I'm no. like... You're you are so full of it. If you think this is the only instance <laughs> of this of this, of like life. that's just insane to think of. Yeah, like I mean, the universe is ever or... expanding. Yeah, like, it just doesn't stop. Like exactly, it's, but it's like you can't even comprehend that. So then, if you know infinite universes with aliens all over the place, if you go infinitely far enough away, there would be another Earth-like planet with another human-like race where three dudes are recording a completely pointless podcast. Possibly, actually. I mean, I mean right. that's totally something that's possible. Exactly. So what I'm is saying is, are they much not like this podcast, everything in this universe is pointless. Life is meaningless, and it has facts, no dude. reason for you to stay alive. Spitting mad facts. You want me to try and... Well, okay, so kind of... try and get a refund on him, or...? Funding. Okay. He's refunding okay, these dude? nuts, dude. Mama's nuts got him. <laughs> Tearing him so, up, dude. Uh, every time I someone brings up aliens, the other question I want to ask is, do you believe in ghosts? No. See, that's no. always my answer as well. And... Well, so... Because that's that's not that's not like something that's alive, right? I'm talking yeah. about just like in our dimension, because you know, I mean, in theory, um, insects like ants only see uh, two dimensionally, so they only thing see things like flat right in front of them, because they use their antennae. Yeah. So like, if 
you know, you wave your hand over them. They have no idea except possibly from the wave, from the air, to, you know, yeah, hitting them. But like, if you just like, they would, they just don't perceive certain things. So like to them, like, I mean, it just doesn't exist like technology and stuff like that because it's a, it's an ant. But maybe to something that was more advanced has evolved further. Possibly there's 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 stuff that we don't we aren't aware of. So I mean, it's you know, I, I don't think there's ghosts per se, but yeah, because I'm the same. Who knows? I don't think there are ghosts, but that ever they always counter with, well, if you believe that anything can happen, then ghosts can happen. I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't think there's don't a know, because ghosts aren't an arguably living creature. They're yeah. a you're saying there's a next step in our evolution that is totally relying on all these random things that don't make any sense. Yeah, but I have some friends that just swear up and down that they think ghosts are real, and I'm like, I can't disprove them, but I've also never seen them, so. Well, it's just, I don't know. It's It all depends if you believe in an afterlife, too, right? Like, if you just don't okay. believe in an afterlife, then... Gonna get religious on here? Let's go. No. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I want to do that. All right, so God isn't real, and... <laughs> <laughs> just go real hard straight away. But I mean, Right I... into the religious, just, nope. Just don't, <laughs> no, no. But I just, I feel like, cause I, you know, I have those friends that are just like, yeah, well, what do you, what do you think when like, you're just sitting there and then suddenly the room gets cold and you have this feeling that there's something else there. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, when the air got cold, I don't No, I just imagine that's magic. my body you... temperature fluctuating <laughs> yeah, because like, it does that. Like there's so many yeah. logical reasons to explain this other than ghosts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's a lot of also people are bored. So you have yeah. to kind of, you know, make life that, exciting. That, that can be a big part of it, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They just want something else, or even they they want there to be an afterlife. So it they is just want it to be exciting. So. <laughs> yeah, that way it's not completely pointless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Other people up. out here seeking purpose. We're out here running away from it. <laughs> Bringing it full well, circle. That brings it even more philosophical that if there is no afterlife and there is no purpose, then why try? That's true. That's something that like I've thought about a lot. It's like, why, why is there the, that effort, right? Like, you know, to continue. Uh, it's, it's, I think a part, a lot of it's like, that's just what you do. Yeah. And also fear of well, pain or what, what have you fear in general, I think. And that, uh, survival instinct. I mean, for me, it's not even that like, like, I understand that some people view it as, oh, well, I need to know that there's something for me after this so that I don't do all of this for nothing. It's like, oh, well, yeah. they're like, totally you're not, not okay with it just being nothing. Well, you're not doing it for nothing. You're doing it for fulfillment in this, like, yeah, YOLO. You're doing in it for this NASA. lifetime. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, that's what it boils down to for me is like, well, I'm doing it so I can enjoy myself while I'm conscious. Yeah. And I mean, that's, I feel like the best way to look at it too, is like, you gotta be here anyways. So just try and make it as enjoyable as you can. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. And there's a lot of stuff that's awesome. Like, I I just found this new YouTuber. Uh, well, she's not new at all. She's really, really popular. Uh, called Itchy Boots. And she just rides a motorcycle. Like, right now, she's riding a Honda CBR300F all the way from Ecuador to Alaska. God. Oh, wow. So it's insane, dude. It's like, like, it, but it, oh, man, just watching the videos, just the view, like, just seeing it, it just looks so good. And, like, it would be so nice to do, right. but grueling at the same time. Yeah. So, but I feel like those kind of experiences are really what's, like, huge. Yeah, really. It's all about the experiences and not the, hey, dog. not making some magical dude in the clouds proud of you. <laughs> yeah. Basically bring it all back. Religion's stupid. No, just kidding. Please don't hurt me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was devoutly Christian for the majority of my life, so leave me alone. Uh. <laughs> no, yeah, my my my. Well, growing up, I was never very religious. God, I only I went was. to church with friends and stuff. I was yep. in it. I was deep in it. I was uh, went to church four times a week. Bro, I think this conversation is the reason we started this podcast. Probably. How so? <laughs> No, because we were, when we first started talking about doing a podcast, this is what we were talking about. Yeah, talking about being extremely religious. Yeah. Oh, yeah, true. Telling you, man. You ever have any questions about uh, Church of Christ denomination and Christianity? I got you. It's all going to end with, and so it's stupid, but I got you. (laughs) 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 But I also like, I. I knew there was a reason I hated you from the beginning. <laughs> it's because you were a, good, a different denomination. No, it's because I'm a good little church, good little Christian boy. All right. Well, You're, I grew up religious too. Well, yeah, but the wrong religious. So, I mean, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's why wars happen. <laughs> oh yeah, right, right now exactly what we're saying. Wars have been fought over this. Right, which is so dumb if you really think about well, it. But... A hundred percent. There's never been a war between Church of Christ and Baptists, but uh, you know. maybe not. You know, a war in what you're thinking, but a war for the soul, Brandon. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> I say this shit, like I say stuff like that, and the funniest part of it is that I've heard those words come out of preachers' mouths and them being totally serious and not ironic <laughs> at all. So it just really hits home. Like it just it really is like, ooh, I don't, I don't know if that's okay. <laughs> I I don't want to talk about. Oh, actually, no. I was looking through my topic list. There is one other thing about Christianity I want to bring up. Very touchy. So we're gonna really get into it. Do you guys oh, remember yeah, the Power Team? No. No. Okay, so wait, I think like Christian thing. Wait. Yes and no. Was it the dudes that came into the school yeah. and tore phone books yeah. and bent pans? Yes. So you remember? No, okay. Never seen I do. Yeah. It's the power team. I forgot what their slogan is, but it's like it's like lifting for Jesus or something. And oh, what they Dude, would that literally amazing. Like we had assemblies, like school assemblies in middle school, where they would come in and they would set up like a bunch of stupid weights and they'd get up there and there'd be some music playing and they'd be like, yeah, we do this because, you know, Jesus loves us. And then they'd rip a phone book in half. And (laughs) (laughs) I remember there's one of them where 
this guy was like, yeah, look, I'm so strong, I can bend this rebar, and I'm going to prove to you that this rebar is, you know, super strong and can't just be bent by anybody. And so he asked two people to come up, and he holds the rebar out and above his head and asks the two girls to hold on to it. And then he, like, benches it up in the air and, like, trying to prove that it won't bend under all this weight, except he chose two really small girls, and he also had his hands out as far to the edges as he could. So they were yep. holding on to, like, the inch at the end. So, of course, it's not going to bend. And then he <laughs> he takes it and, you know bends it over his knee and everyone's losing their little <laughs> minds. And I'm just like, but I I'm like, this guy's but, insane. Like, Whoa, God can give you super strength. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was, no, he just gives you the power, dude. There was smart ass little Jeremy, like, but that, 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 that's just leverage and physics, <laughs> which I mean, oh, if you, dude, Want to get into it? Physics was given to you by Jesus, so boom. How? What? Really? I mean, that like, you actually, know, or like no, that's just the argument all the everyone makes as well. Can prove it all with science, but God gave you science, so boom, God wins. And it's like, I mean, technically, yeah, yeah that's mean... that's such a cop out answer. That's like me as a five year old going, "I'm right because I'm right, and you're wrong." So, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> God, I, we're already gonna get canceled on our second second podcast for talking shit about Christianity. Nah, dude, God. religion you can talk about all day. There's just certain things you can't. Yeah, well, as long as we to avoid be on the specifics, you know. to be on the positive side of things. Like I was saying, I was extremely religious growing up, and some of the like nicest, most wholesome people that have nothing but love in their hearts. Um, I know bec from church. Like, that's the only reason I know them. And they are very good people. Like, the people that would help you renovate your house if your house was falling apart and you couldn't you couldn't afford it. So they would get them and 10 of their other Christian friends to go out and remodel your entire house for you. Like, they're really good people. It's when you start using your religion to justify being a dick to others that I'm like... This, this is something that I think about, like, pretty often. It's It's... Right, like, I have nothing, pro I have no problem with people who want to practice whatever religion they want to practice, right? None of us do. No one should. Yeah. Um, no matter what it is, in my opinion. I mean, that's the whole point. Um, but it's whenever you start becoming radical about it. Yeah. Right, like, radical anything, just, uh, it's it's one of those things. It's like, okay, we're we're taking it a bit too far now. Let's just take a step back here. Right, like... And that's where I think it starts to step over that, you know, okay, it's yeah. a safe, just something people do to, okay, it's it's getting a little out of hand and affecting other people's make lives. make you a better person? Hell yeah, go for it. Yeah. But if not, but then then it starts spiraling. It, it should be a choice. Them, oh, you know? well, what you're doing, the way you're doing it is wrong. And so then oh, they just dude, go, that oh, well. wears me out. <laughs> well, a big part of it, too, is just hypocrisy in the church, because... Mm -hmm. There will be all these people that are like, oh, well, I'm so righteous because I read the Bible every day and this and that, and I follow the words that tells me. And then they go be a dick to somebody. Like right like, after. Yeah, uh, they're like, oh, I'm what? better than you, so you should not do what you're doing. It's Who just that <laughs> holier-than-thou mentality. Yeah. Yep. 
And that's the, kind of the reason I stopped altogether is because I was so much hypocrisy about it. Just so much hey, like, yep. you should love everyone because that's what God wants, except for those people that uh, we don't like. Don't love them. They <laughs> they suck. They're stupid. Like, yeah. What? what? <laughs> All right. Love everybody, except for this group. Except for them. They suck. And, that, and <laughs> them over there. Oh, and also, you know, the people who just minding their own business, doing their own thing? Yeah, them too. They suck. <laughs> now, fuck those guys too. <laughs> like, how dare well, they not do what we're doing? There was some dude I knew who was, like, hardcore Christian, like, to, to the point to where he followed every word of the Bible, like, holy. And he said it was just a miserable existence. Yeah, it's not pleasant. <laughs> was there somebody from high school? Yeah, it was a high school, some high school kid. Somebody that we we grew up with? No, no, this is after oh. I moved to Midland. It was some kid oh, in Midland, okay. or somebody one of the one of my friends knew or something. I don't I don't remember exactly. It doesn't matter too much, but yeah, but well, because one person came up to mind when you told me that. So <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah, it's no one we knew or you yeah. knew. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's you know, much smarter people have had much more intelligent conversations about it than we ever could. So, <laughs> Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, a completely pointless podcast. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, it's just so a couple of dingleberries <laughs> talking about whatever we feel like. Just a uh -huh. disclaimer for all future episodes. We're all stupid. We don't know what we're saying. Don't take any of it with any, with a grain of salt. Cause you know, it's pointless. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. It's completely pointless. Yeah. One could say, <laughs> <laughs> well, to bring it back down on a somewhat, uh, lighter note yeah somewhat lighter note uh have y'all seen so have y'all seen any of the new pokemon arceus uh like footage or leaks that have been coming out no i haven't heard anything about no. it i don't follow pokemon though well that was gonna be my second question y'all don't play a lot of pokemon do you i own I pokemon any. diamond played it <laughs> yeah i played it all right well basically all that's really happening is uh there's like been some leaks coming out, and everyone thinks that the new Pokemon game looks awful, and the the you know the pictures they've been showing do look pretty bad, but they're also kind of I want to bring it up because it bothers me, is when people like compare games from today to games from the past, and are like, well, this game in the past looks better, so why can't this game look more realistic? And I'm like. They're not really going for a realistic style, though. Like, you, you're comparing two different art forms. Like, you're comparing Gosh. cartoon to realism, and it's just not a valid argument. It's not how that works, yeah. right? <laughs> like, just because you don't like the art style doesn't mean it looks ugly. Right? Like, it's, yeah, it's not, doesn't look photorealistic, because it was never intended to look photorealistic. Well, that's I like mean, saying it's Pokemon, though. Like, the, like, the graphics for Borderlands is bad. Yeah, yeah, because it was designed to a style, mm -hmm. and that's what it is. It's not their style wasn't. Oh, I'm going to be hyper realistic. Yeah, it was. So I'm gonna make why the fuck cool does every game thing. need to be that? Well, that that's even like another part of it is I really don't think graphics matter. Like I think no, graphics yeah, are one of the least important aspects of video games. Totally agree. And it, that whole mindset. I think comes from movies where everyone's like, oh, movies have to look like pristine, like super clear. Whereas video games, mm -hmm. like what was uh, the one I was watching? Inscription. 
don't know if y'all have seen it. Oh, either, dude, Inscription like a, is awesome, right? dude. I want to play that. Really so, cool looks, game. Super fun. Yeah, it looks, it looks like amazing. A... But the graphics wise, like it doesn't look very good. I mean, it looks. Well, I have think you it watched the whole but... playthrough of it though? Yeah. Yeah, dude. The, the graphics change though so much, right? That... Which I think is so much more important. Than just it's really refreshing graphics. to me, honestly, because I mean, you can watch you can watch somebody play it, and it's it's interesting to watch because so much changes with the way it's played, and um, as well, yeah, like well, the way it just looks and feels. Yeah, because I I would just say that like making an immersive something that you can interact with and actually you know find some entertainment out of it is actually important whereas what it looks like is just absolutely stupid because mm-hmm. what was i i was telling you guys about rim world i love rim world great yeah, game. rim world does not look good but it's really it popular looks really bad yeah, but it, it does it it's so much fun and you can make so many stories and have a gr- hours and hours of fun on it even though it looks like straight doo-doo. Mm-hmm. Much like but that's uh, also the, Yeah, it's one of those deals where the actual content is what matters, not the look of it, because they choose a like a an art style to go with. Like, yeah, there's super realistic games and there's super cartoony games. Mm-hmm. But then there's everything in between that as well. Dude, just look at Fortnite. Yeah. I mean, I don't like Fortnite personally. I don't mind the way it looks, though. I don't. Care. I really don't care, personally. But right, then, like the I mean, it's like... It? Okay, like, if you take God of War, for example, it's, like, mm-hmm. meant to look cool and mm-hmm. be, like, feel cool. You're supposed to... It's supposed to be very awesome-looking and very story-driven kind of game. Like, story-driven games that are meant to look good, like, the whole purpose is to look good, Mm -hmm. makes sense, right? Like, if it looks like trash, you're gonna be like, okay, well, the whole point of this game was for it to look good. Yeah, absolutely. But I also think that those, like, photorealistic games are the ones that age the worst. Yeah, I have to agree, usually, right? Like, they... Like, they look really good at their time, but then you get a couple years in the future, and you see how much better these other ones look, and you're like, okay, that one didn't look so great. Like, the uh, one I always get so much flack from all my friends, because they all love it, The Last of Us. I think The Last of Us is a very good game, and it looked really good at the time it came out, but it's not, like, the end-all, be-all that everyone makes it sound. <laughs> you know I've, I've played the first one a little bit, and it's a fun game to play. Yeah, but like it's real. It, fun, it does it's look good. Nice. Well, it's like Crisis back in the day. Yeah, Crisis was like supposed to be like the um, what is it? Benchmark for your PC? How Pretty much? How much? How much FPS you could get? Yeah. But if the thing is, this. it's still a valid benchmark. Yeah, it's still a good game. That one is definitely really good. And it was way well. ahead of like, its time. Like Crisis, Crisis the original game it like it's not the prettiest game Mm -hmm. it's not the fanciest looking game but everything was in place like which game nothing looked crisis crisis the original one oh yeah nothing looked out of place everything fit together and the physics in that game was the biggest driver of why People say, "Oh, can it play Crisis?" 
I never, I never played Crisis. It was good. Sadly. It was a good game. It's just a shooter, right? Yeah, it's Basically just a first-person shooter. Yeah. Which uh, Crisis Three is really good. I really like Crisis Three, and it still looks good. Yeah. Like it's one of those games. Like they chose a style. It's not like hyper realistic. It's fairly realistic, but it still looks good. Yeah. Yeah. Even today, that game's been out for like ten or twelve years now. Right. And it still looks good. That is like another part of the of trying to go like photorealistic is those are the games that I always feel the most like uncanny valley coming out of them because once they start looking pretty close to human, then you really start noticing all the small things like, oh, why is their lip like just just slightly too high? You know, like they're, they're smiling yeah. weird. Their head movements are just a little weird. Like it all just looks off, even though your mind right. is telling you like, no, that's a person. It shouldn't be off. Like Mass Effect Andromeda, dude. I don't know what happened with that, dude. The the like facial animations are mm-hmm. so awful. Yeah, they're really bad. Like there's there's I can I'm okay with a game that is like you know it's lower quality uh, art style, but that's like a big AAA title that they that Mass Effect is known for looking cool. And and I was just like, and they you know back and forth character conversations. So whenever your facial animations just suck, I'm like, what? Right. That's the whole game is like that's what's a big part of a game. Yeah, it's a giant RPG where you talk to a lot of people. Yeah, and if your facial animations just look like doo doo, I'm like, what? Like, who approved this? Well, even like, I was telling you guys about um, Hellblade, what my favorite game of mm-hmm. all time. It it does. They did a lot of like motion cap and like photorealistic work, and for the most part, it looks really good. But there are scenes where the only thing you can see is the protagonist's face like it's pitch black and then her <laughs> face comes into focus and some of those scenes man it just doesn't look right like it looks close but it just looks wrong at the same time something off about it yeah just something weird about it which uh, i think adds into the whole overarching story of making you uneasy and uncomfortable boom <laughs> well and well, also, i mean um... shit i could say the same thing about death stranding because some of those cutscenes, like the way the mouth moves is just a little bit wrong. Yeah. And it, something in the human brain is like, well, I don't know if, like, what to think about that. Right, because it looks almost human, but not quite. Yeah. Yeah. Close enough. Yeah. Like a whole thing with the human brain. Because, you know, back a long time ago, whenever we still had Neanderthals and other humanoid species, uh, you know, we had to be aware that oh, that's human-like, but not human. Yeah, like it's not a, it's not a Homo sapien. Yeah, it's, a, oh. it's the Enderthal. But then, then there are those games that use that, like mm-hmm. they understand that happens and they use that, like mm-hmm. Detroit Become Human. These are human-like synths, so if it's a little bit off, it makes so much sense, and it makes you yeah, because it's, li- it is not human. Yes. Yeah, because it's not human, it's AI. So it's one of those, like, they use that, and they understood, like, this is a little bit uncanny, because it's another one of those hyper-realistic, albeit it's futuristic, but it's hyper-realistic. Yeah. So they used it to push that idea of, like, well, you can tell there is sense, because 
a little bit yeah, is off. They're just slightly wrong. What's that one game? It's like the story-based game that was really popular for a while when it came out about like the choices you make impact the end of the story, and it has uh. Talking Freddie about the Mercury one where they're like in, in the it. mountain and. Yeah. Oh, that's not it. That, when what? I say Freddie Mercury, I mean the dude that played oh, yeah, Freddie yeah. Mercury. Oh yeah, It was the one where they were in the they were on the mountain running from the Wendigos. Yeah. I don't remember that... what that was called. It was. <sighs> it's really gonna bother me now. It was like um, a little group of friends that went up there, dude. That game's so cool, right? Like it's really cool, and like the story facing, like changing your whatever you do, you know, change the story, all that jazz. Mm-hmm. But the facial expressions, dude, they pull me out of that game so hard because they just look weird. <laughs> oh yeah, they just look so wrong, and I can't get over it. <laughs> and I don't think they were intending it to work that way, but it did. So. <laughs> Yeah, I agree on that one. It is kind of an odd one with their faces. Well, so but the game is so good. It makes up for good. it because the game is so good. Yeah. Kind of a sidebar, though. So I saw someone talking one time about the Uncanny Valley and how it's, since it's like instinct and stuff in us to fear something that is close to human but not human that that means that at some point in the past, humans developed an instinct to fear things that looked similar to us, and so then they were like, aliens. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone was like, there was something that's been here with the Egyptians. The lizard men and bo- are body snatching us, and I'm just like, I'm sure. <laughs> like, uh, okay. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna go over here now, you could just, you could stay. Stay right there, I'll I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> and then never come back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dang, all right. Well, there's the there's another question I was going to ask you guys. You're talking about the Uncanny Valley. What was it? So the Uncanny Valley, that's like the whole idea of people being freaked out by things that are almost human but not quite. Yeah, I think Uncanny Valley speaks. It's specifically about things in media and like video and video games and movies where it looks very, very close to real life, but it's not right. Yeah. Um, it's going to bother me now that I can't hate about that. I can't think about it. Whatever. Anyways, to bring it back to how we originally started talking about the uncanny Valley though, the Pokemon Arceus, I, I really think that a lot of these people that are like really upset about Pokemon, I don't understand it because Pokemon was never about looking good. That was my thing. I was like, I, don't, I never remember Pokemon ever looking right. Like great Pokemon games never looked that great. They were just kind of they were more about the mechanics and the game loop of it than they were about actually looking any sorts of okay. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's how I remember them. That's why I yeah. never really played any of them. I was like, really, my my vibe. I mean, I enjoy the Pokemon games. <clears throat> like, I started playing back when they were at, like, fucking red. Mm-hmm. Back on the Game Boy Color or something. So it's like, I, I grew up playing that, so... I don't have a problem with them like not looking the best because that's not like like y'all were saying that's never what they've been about. They've been about 
I'll go. Go catch them all. <laughs> go, yeah, go catch them all. Mm-hmm. Which the. I I also like I used to be really into Pokemon, but then they just they're kind of all the same thing. They just do the same thing every single time. Oh, no, it's just add some more uh, little animals you can abuse. And <laughs> that's really it. There's no like major um, innovation in the in the series. Like what the appeal is. Yeah, everybody says that like Call of Duty games are all the same, but Pokemon is literally every Pokemon game has been. There's two versions. Yeah, for no reason. <laughs> Just so they can get more money out of you. Um, mm-hmm. And you get in, you pick one of three Pokemon, you meet your rival, you Name go through the face. game, you beat <laughs> eight gyms. <laughs> You go to the final four. You beat that. You beat the game. Every game is that. Mm-hmm. I just don't like the same like the, the way the, the way the battles go for me in Pokemon. Just don't do it for me. Oh like my god, based. Yeah, I just can't like. Uh, like uh, Kingdom Hearts was, you know, graphically it was very fun. Yeah. So to me that was that was that was okay. But it was I would it's not really like that. But. I'm trying to think of other turn. I don't play turn-based games because I, I think love turn-based games. Oh. But speaking I of turn-based games, and having the conversation we had last week about our favorite games, um, I had thought about this topic like right after we ended the damn podcast. Yeah. So, what is your earliest game you can remember sinking like hours and hours and hours into Fallout Three? Uh, is that your absolute like first game you did that with though? Yes, because every my brother, I remember we went to GameStop because my with I went to GameStop with my brother, and he walked up to the clerk and he's like, "What's a game that he can't just beat in <laughs> yeah. a day?" Because I kept doing so that. We would get hours. a game, I'd beat it, and then I would just you know whatever. And he said this one, and he handed us Fallout Three, and I have I have put I've played that game uh, like all the way through more than I think any other game. Yeah, uh, that's definitely a good one. See, I I started gaming pretty late in life, which is when I tell people that they're like, "That's real weird," because that's all you do now is game. Like you're a very avid gamer. I'm like, "Yes, that's my life." And so I like to tell my parents that it's their fault that I have a gaming addiction, because since they <laughs> wouldn't, they refuse to let me get any kind of video games. I like idolize now them. Now you're binging. Yeah, now I like binging. I was like, "Oh, these video games—they look so cool." But I think the first game I put like ton of hours into was Battlefront 2 or the, like the the original 2005 version because yeah. I uh I would go over to a friend's house and hit and you know we'd all be hanging out and we'd start by playing some Battlefront on his PlayStation and then they would all go outside and uh you know do sports and then I would just stay inside <laughs> and play Battlefront. <laughs> yeah, so mine is so I I guess I started fairly fairly early because we had a Sega Genesis. I do have a Genesis and in my room right now that works. But you do? Yeah, that's I cool. have games for it too. 
That's cool. So I, I remember playing Sonic on the Genesis. Nice. I don't remember much else about that system. Um, the one then we got a PlayStation One, like an OG gray box PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Nice. I have one of those too. <laughs> and the game I remember most. Well, there's two games. Eh, there's three games. But just keep keep multiplying. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> uh, so the the one I remember playing absolute most of all, and sinking the most amount of hours into, and I don't think I've ever actually beat the game. And I've gone back and emulated it and played through it, and still haven't beat it today. Is Legend of Dragoon. So I, remember, and it's I, don't even, I don't even know what that game is. See, I remember you playing that one time when we lived together, and I I was like, "Ew, gross! Why would you play that? It looks like doo doo." <laughs> but it's it was a nostalgia sink. So it's, I mean, it. I never played Final Fantasy, but I've seen some videos about it, and it is kind of early Final Fantasy like. Mm-hmm. The whack thing about this that game. It was four discs. Oh, what? It had four CDs. Right, four discs, total download side of four megabytes. <laughs> God. Well, yeah, but you couldn't even download it. So yeah. you, would beat, like, a, you would beat a disc, and it would put pull up a screen, two. and it's, please insert, disc two. Yeah. Yeah, that's some... I've, I always have really wanted to go back and just, like, play a bunch of the, like, really old video games but every time i try i really want to like them but man we've been so spoiled by uh video games we have today they're just so good and clean and the mechanics are flawless and you go back and you play this like point so the crazy part about it though and i've i've watched videos about this is you the the biggest reason people can't go back and play games from their childhood and enjoy them as much, especially with like PlayStation 1 and Sega and all that stuff, is because they played them on CRT TVs. Hmm. And the way CRTs draw their images makes the sprites and stuff look better. Yeah. Because oh. a lot of them are sprite-based. And so... You go back on these super like 4K TVs playing a game from the 90s, they're not going to look good because everything is crisp and crystal clear. Where a CRT kind of blends stuff. Yeah. And so they actually looked better on CRT TVs. And yeah. most people that are like avid, like classic gamers still <clears throat> use CRTs. Mm. Maybe I should get one for uh, my room for the old consoles I have. Yeah, yeah well, it'll look one. better. Well, it's also just That'd like be really interesting. You know, when it when you're running it on lower resolutions, it you know it looks a lot better because then when you try to scale it up, it adds everything and stretches everything, and yeah, just make it makes it look worse. Because I remember it was probably one of the first games I ever played was the Sly Cooper games. Oh, yeah, I have those games, actually. Oh, on PlayStation 2, dude. They were so good. Right, they were so good. 
And I've yeah, always so good. I tried to go back and play one of them, and I was just like, oh, "This looks awful." <laughs> oh, they look terrible now. Though. They did not age well <laughs> at like, all. I don't know if I can do this. I'll just play but Skyrim for the four hundredth time. Another one of those games was Gran Turismo Two for the PlayStation One. Put a lot of hours into that game. And... I think Skyrim was my next big one. Yeah, and then uh, Crash Team Racing for the PlayStation. Oh, 1. dude, Crash Team Racing on PS One was legit. I think oh, I still was... have it. Yeah, I've still got it somewhere. Hell yeah! I mean, you bought the but... new one too, <laughs> and I bought the new one. It's was it newer? Or was it nowhere... just a remake? Well, it's a remake. A remake or they, a remaster? They... Remake. It's a remake <laughs> because it's quite a bit different. It, it's similar, but it's still quite a bit different. Yeah, once you get that big of a like a time gap, you kind of have to remake it. Yeah, you can't yeah. really just remaster a PS One game to yeah. like, modern stuff. It, it turns into the the uh, GTA remakes. Yeah. It's just look yeah, oh, dude, those were just a mess. They they let a mobile game company do it, and they're shoddy yeah. anyways. I'm like, God, why, yeah, Rockstar? Why? And Red Dead Online is dead. I'm like, dude. Yeah, that makes me sad because I really like the first Red it was, Dead Online. It's it was so, so good, fun. dude. I had so much fun in the first Red Dead Online. Right? There's just something about riding around on a horse in old cowboy times, just shooting things. It's great. Yeah, especially other cowboys on horses. Right. Dude, there was the, like actually skill involved. Did you ever you do really any of the races of the on this new Red Dead Red Dead Two? Like any no. of the horse races online? They're so much fun because you know they have the whole physics mechanics of it. If you run into each other, or run into things, you'll f- like go flipping off your horse. So a lot of the races just turn into just giant piles of horses and bodies flipping around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's really fun. And I wish awesome. there was more content for it, honestly. Yeah, dude, the Rockstar just isn't doing anything for it. Right. Well, kind of, kind of related to like remakes and stuff. What's what's a game that you guys don't ever want to be remade or remastered? Oh, that's actually a, uh, that's a really hard question, actually. Right. It's so difficult. <laughs> there's a simultaneous answer for me of i want it to be done and i don't want it to be done same i same. i want legend of dragoon to be remade but i don't want it to be remade because i know they will fuck it up yeah they'll yeah. just make it worse well my answer would probably be assassin's creed one because i see yeah. a lot of people in the assassin's creed community they're like oh they should just remake the first assassin's creed and i'm like it was First so Assassin's good. Creed, it was really good, but it's also kind of hot trash. <laughs> it was, but it did things right, like in a certain, in a, in like a realism way, right? Like yeah. as far as it would, it's more realistic in my opinion, and I enjoy that. Yeah, I mean, I really like that game, and I played so much of it, but like the combat mechanics are extremely repetitive. The climbing is not good. Like if you go back and actually play the climbing, like it was phenomenal for the time it was released because you could climb anything. But you would jump up on a building, and then you'd sit there for three seconds while it calculated its next jump, and then it would jump and miss, and you'd fall and hit the ground. Oh, <laughs> dude, I hated that. 
it wasn't very good, but I love that game so much, but I'd, I'd rather them just make new, better games. I Man, Black Flag, I still feel like, is one of their best. So now we got to get into that argument. <laughs> Again? We, already, we did that we, last time, too. We didn't get into it last time. Oh, we, we are almost at about the exact same time of running out of time to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> to really get into it, but I'll, I'll I'll give you the synopsis of uh I think Black Flag is a phenomenal game. I don't think it's a good Assassin's Creed game. You know, I'm kind of I, I really want to agree too because yeah. it really it really it's wasn't that great. Game. It's it's it makes me feel like a pirate uh like third person yeah. Far Cry. Dude, I spent so much time in that game just boarding ships, just doing Dude, the ship combat. Him? It made you Dude, feel like such a badass. So good too, though. Like right? actually, fight the ship combat was done so well. So Whenever they good. did, which one is it? Where you're like in the Roman boats, and all you have is like spears and bows. Oh, um, Odyssey. Yeah, that one's. I don't like it. I like the yeah, ship combat like looks much, like right? it's just it's just not that cool. I'm right? like, yeah, what even? Which is so weird because again, in Black Flag, I spent the majority of the time in the ship, just sailing around fighting forts, fighting the legendary ships, doing all this stuff, because it made you Same, feel like yeah. such a badass pirate it when was... you, like, you're like, get on, man, and then you swing across the fucking decks oh, with your dude, double so swords, good. like, just murdering dudes. So good. But then Odyssey, you're like... The sh- I hate the new RPG, like, kind of, like, direction they're going. I hate it. See, I like them. it's not assassin's creed to me yeah it's, it's kind of my same argument with black flag is i think they're good rpgs they're not good assassin's creed games but they're so rpg like like esque now yeah that you have like all these skills and stuff that you can upgrade it just feels more it's like it's it's leaning towards an mmo now and i'm yeah. like ah which so yeah because that's why i like, like the them damage isn't realistic RPGs. at all so you can well, but I—that's—I mean—that's—it's getting into a whole other thing of why I like RPGs is because in the new Assassin's Creed, you can spec your character so that you can one kill anybody with assassin attacks, like stealth attacks. But the right. second you get into combat, you're going to get murked. But then exactly. I think it adds a nice layer to it to where you are an assassin. If you get caught, you're dead. True, but again, true, I don't think actually. they're. That would be pretty good cool to play Assassin's like Creed games. Yeah. So, I mean, I can go through every single Assassin's Creed and give you my. Uh, oh man, Unity is trash. Uh, Hot trash. Have you played it recently? After no. they fixed it. They did not fix it. They, they, I played it. I played it like a year ago, and it was garbage. Oh, they they fixed it so much better than it was, because it it was like game breaking bad bugs in it all over the place. That's what I experienced. They, they, I just I could not play it. Well, especially the PC ports. Their PC ports are never good. But they've definitely made it a lot better. And the the story of it was pretty good. The gameplay was phenomenal. The parkour in Unity was some of the best parkour in the entire series. You think so? Oh yeah. It was so fluid. You had like it kind of went back to multiple button controls where you could hold one button, you'd go up, you could hold another button, you'd go down, you could let go of both of them and you'd go, you'd try to stay on the same level. And then he would do like spins off buildings and like spin down and drop down to the next building. Like there was a bunch of like small fluid movements in it that made the parkour so good. That's pretty sweet, actually. I, I, I should go back got, and play it, but 
the game the last time I shit did. on that they just like nope all right not doing that <laughs> <laughs> they're like we're gonna make rpgs now and then everyone shit on that it just burned me yeah. because of how bad it was i was like god dude i couldn't play it i i, I really liked them did you play valhalla the newest one no nah, I, I stopped playing after valhalla uh is a much like Assassin's Creed 4, a phenomenal Viking game. And not a good Assassin's Creed game. <laughs> it looks cool, though. Their batting average is really bad. <laughs> like, like, they have, I would say, one, two Brotherhood Revelations, um, three, and maybe Syndicate. I'd kind of throw Syndicate in there. They're all I really good Assassin's games. But all the other ones are just kind of meh. I tried going. I never finished the first one, and so I tried going back and playing it. Dude, it's and, impossible oh, to finish man, the first. It, one. It's really hard, especially because Ubisoft still does this in all their games. They love collectibles. They put yeah. collectibles in everything. I actually one hundred percented Black Flag. Yeah, I did too, and it took me forever. It took so damn long. They, they put little collectibles just on the islands in the middle of the ocean. Oh, so it's yeah, like a single to island. Fucking boat there for And then ever. jump out and swim across and get your one mm-hmm. little animus fragment and then get back on the boat. <laughs> like they had to put one yeah. here. But it was worse in Assassin's Creed One because there were like the three big cities and then the one area in the middle that you could run around to each of the cities. And each of those had like 300 or 400 flags in them that you're supposed to collect. And I don't even think you could get locations for them. You just had to find them. Jesus. That game was bad about the collectibles. That and uh, I think it was 2. Assassin's Creed 2 where you're finding the feathers for his mother after she oh, goes into yeah. catatonic shock. <laughs> They're really bad about putting collectibles because I think they think Oh, if I if they put more collectibles in there, that means it takes longer, so then it's a better game. And I'm like, no. Well, they do say that like there is a statistic where it says the grindier a game, the better. I mean, that's true though. Cause so how that's many why I like Skyrim so games. much. <laughs> but I mean, there's so many really grindy games that are just super popular, like WoW and RuneScape and Death Stranding. <laughs> That's stranding but, to me. I don't know if I'll ever play. You really should, but you shouldn't. But you shouldn't. Ah, just, God, I just so don't know if I, I can do it. <laughs> I I think you should not for the gameplay. I think you should for the well, story. But if you're if you're saying just do the story, then you should just watch. Uh, I'll just watch, watch it. Yeah. Watch, uh, watch oh, a play yeah. Watch a let's play. Because mm-hmm. I. I really like the gameplay of Death Stranding. I find it very relaxing and very uh, meditative. But I can also see how that would not work for a lot of people. So yeah, I agree. The story is really good, but it's also extremely confusing. Yeah. I was watching a Let's Play of it for a little bit, and I could not get into it. Yeah, I was sitting there watching, and I'm just like, man, this is just such, it's like, I like weird stuff too, but it's like... It's it's pushing the limit for me. I'm yeah. like, okay, this is just a yeah, little out there that makes weird. no sense. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, it's very it's very and that's why I think the gameplay helped me get through it 
is because mm-hmm. I started out the story and was like, oh, this is really weird, but I kind of enjoy just walking around and, you know, just delivering packages, stacking up my backpack as high as I can possibly get it. <laughs> and uh, and then I did that enough that then I was like, okay, well, now I'm intrigued in the story. Like, now I, I, I want to know what happens. So it kind of, yeah. like, like, fed into I, it. So. I get that part of it. But it's also, like, I know I played it, like, my first complete playthrough of it was during an extremely fitting time. So I had started You also play farming simulator. So (laughs) So your your opinion is useless basically. (laughs) I I had started it and uh, I I played like two hours and then couldn't, I couldn't get into it. And then I had some confirm confirmed contact with a COVID positive person. And so I had just had a kid, so we were being cautious. Cautious, yeah. So I was quarantining in our room. And so I would come in the back door, go straight to the room, not come out. And so I was alone. And that's a big part of what that game's yeah. about is yeah, you're about alone. And connecting with other humans and all this overlaying stuff. Yeah, Very but it it was also like I just had a kid, and it changed and that a, game yeah, and that's so a huge much. Part of that game as well, it's especially the so, ending, man. Whew. So much impact man, that from ending, that game. That ending yeah. hits, dude. Yeah, we won't except spoil for, anything for anybody. It's no, so good. except for that one line. You know the line, Brandon. Oh, God. Fuck that line. Fuck that line. So, like, the last hour of the game is just cutscenes. And I'm in it. You know, I'm crying. I'm laughing. I'm having a great time. And then she says (laughs) this one line, and I physically just cringed. And was like, my whole body just stopped. It's like, ugh. (laughs) But then it says that. it, it, It was so bad. It was so bad. It almost ruined the ending for me, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it, it was tough. That that line, I was like, no. I remember because no. me and you, you were playing it for the first time, and I was replaying it kind of at the same time. Yeah. And yeah. I beat it before you did because I have no life and can do whatever I want. And uh, Hell yeah. Uh, I hit that line and you were about to go into the ending of it and I was like alright dude there's one line that's really bad yeah. and you were like what is it and I was like no you'll know <laughs> you'll know when you hear it you'll know and then like the next day I think you sent me a text with just the line yeah. in it and I was like oh yeah, I was like, yeah. I was like you got it <laughs> you got it I was like fuck oh, me yeah that one line was tough it was, it was a rough one but I mean you know it it's 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 still a great game that I would highly recommend. Oh yeah. Dude, when is Elder Six Elder Scrolls Six supposed to come out? Oh, it's probably gonna be like twenty twenty five. It's gonna be ETA Infinite, away, dude. Well, I think they were saying they haven't even like hired people to start working on it. I think is what they God, said. But come oh, on, but come on, Microsoft, save Bethesda. Yeah, no, come well, on. <laughs> Please. I mean, that they they knew it was going to be a long ways out. That teaser was more of a, "Hey, we are going to do this at yeah. some time in the future." It was it was just more of a to let everyone know that, yeah, we haven't stopped making these games, which everyone knew they weren't they were going to make another one. So, 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, I hate what they did with Fallout, though. I haven't played 76, to be fair, but I don't want uh, to because yes. I don't want it to ruin like the, my my mindset on Bethesda. Because I really hold Bethesda highly, and it, right. it, that just oh, it breaks my heart. I was very upset about because I've always wanted a multiplayer Fallout game. I was yeah. like, man, multiplayer Same. Fallout would be so much Same. fun. And then I just Not in that way, right? of it, yeah. Well, I didn't want it in that way. I wanted it to where it was still story driven, but you could do like co-op. Yeah. Yeah. Like, co-op would be sick. Right. Like they took the wrong parts of it and made it. Yeah. Multiplayer. Yeah. They made it like a battle royale. And I'm just like, what is this? Yeah. Like yeah. Fallout combat has never been known to be like fluid and yeah, to be competitive uh, like, fight. Good you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we've been recording for just under two hours, so. Closing remarks. Anybody, you got anything you need to wrap up before we post this to the internet? Uh, no, I'm sure we'll get better with time. That's probably about oh, yeah. the only thing I'd say. I just, you know, yeah. this is right. only episode two. Yeah, so. yeah, we're we're still working on it. Hopefully, the audio is I mean, better this time. I swear, every time I record a sample and then I listen to it and I go, oh, well, now this sounds too loud, and then I turn it down. I'm like, well, now it's still. Sounds too loud, and they'll tear it down. They're like, well, now this other one's way too loud. <laughs> <laughs> Comes That's with the territory. Yeah, but oh, anyways, yeah, it'll be all right. Yeah, well, hopefully we'll keep up with it. I mean, it doesn't take a whole lot to actually do. I got to hit record, yeah, and we just record. BS for a couple hours. And watch me really get nice. nothing accomplished in No Man's Sky. I actually built a house this time, so. Damn, Damn dude, making go. progress. I know, and then I haven't done anything since. All right, well. <laughs> I guess we will see you guys next week with more Completely Pointless, where we bring you hours of CP it. to you. I oh, hate yeah, you so much. <laughs> I had to get in there. All right, bye, guys. I knew you did. <laughs> Later.